This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. As always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call here at CFG at 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or you can visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com for all of your retirement needs and information. Joining us this morning, Tony Shore. Tony, what's happening, man? Oh, Travis, uh, great to be here. Excited about the show today. We talked a little bit about it before, and uh, I am I think it's a good topic. But before we get into it, yeah, I've had a great week, just really busy. Seems like uh, everybody's kind of settled down after uh, summer vacation, and now we're all kind of nose to the grindstone here. How about you? Have you been keeping busy? Keeping busy? I, I just... I just spent uh, three days at the beach with uh, a, oh a six goodness. and five and a three year old. Um, <laughs> I look like a I look like a well done shrimp or lobster right now. Um, uh, you're looking forward to getting back yeah, in the office. I was looking to forward. Get I'm looking forward to getting yeah getting back in the office so I can take a vacation for my vacation. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, between you know my my kids are like you know they're freaking mermaids. I mean they're they're swimming and you know they love the beach and playing in the sand i for one detest the sand it gets everywhere yep. it's just yep. you know uh, they they say there's lake people and there's beach people i am definitely more of the you know pontoon boat you know yep. have a have a have a cold beverage in the afternoon do a little cruise around the lake maybe jump in and swim but uh yeah my kids they're beach kids so uh, i guess that'll just be a cross i'll have to bear but yeah we just we just got back <laughs> from three days at the beach and and boy am i sandy so uh <laughs> but uh well i'm the same way i i'm not i, I don't like the sand necessarily i love uh i love beaches as far as you know just you know look at them but not to hang out on them and uh you know that's what they make screensavers for tony <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding well you know there are some like uh my wife and i went to hawaii uh, it's been several years back, but well, you know, that yeah. was actually, I mean, you know, that's a beach I can get down with, you know, you got snorkeling, yeah. you got, you know, surfing, you got, you know, just a totally different atmosphere, but, but yeah, um, it was, it was interesting as, as most of our vacations <laughs> are. So, uh, sure. but Hey, like you said, let's get back nose to the grindstone. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about this week is I've had a, a just a deluge, if you will, of conversations, especially over the last two, three months. I don't know if it's, you know, people getting back in the office and COVID kind of changed their way of thinking. Maybe they're, you know, starting to get more aggressive when it comes to planning for their retirement. But I've had a number of conversations, Tony, about 
people getting ready to retire, say five years, seven years and out. And and that's really what I want to talk about today is if you if you're you're not quite there. Right. You're 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 you know when you want to retire, you have an idea, but you're not quite there. You're still in that, you know, I don't know what to do mode because it's it's too early for me to take my foot off the gas, but it's also getting close enough to where I really need to start considering some things. So, you know, let's say let's say for those that are 57, 58, 59 and a half, uh, you're getting in that zone. These are some items that we're going to talk about today that I really think you need to pay close attention to. All right. First thing first. All right. The the number that you need to know. All right. Without fail. All right. Tony. Do you know what that number is? I'm sure. 42. 42. I'm sure you were going to give me an actual number. That was my fault for asking. Uh, no. Your distribution rate. And how do you get to your distribution rate? Well, you can only get to your distribution rate whenever you figure out what your need income is. Okay. Sure. So almost every conversation I have, and this is not just for those that are 59 and a half. This is not just for those 57. This is not just for those that are literally entering retirement in weeks, months, or less than a year. It's everybody. You know, I ask the question all the time, how much do you think you are going to need to live comfortably? And Tony, it's amazing. That number varies so, so vastly. It's incredible. But a lot of the answers that we also still get are, I don't know. Well, Tony, you if you don't know how much money you're going to need in retirement, you don't know if you've undersaved. If you've oversaved, if you've saved just enough, you got the the just right on the Goldilocks porch, you don't know because you really need to have that number to determine whether or not you you have done what you needed to do, whether you have prepared successfully or not. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. But, uh, you know, I do think a lot of times if if you if you see someone and they're pressed on the number, uh, we we typically get a number of, of responses. One of the most uh, common, I believe, is is the the overestimator. Uh, they're the ones that are thinking, oh, well, you know, you know, I'm going to want to travel and I'm going to want to do. So, uh, you know, maybe they've been living off 4,000 a month or 3,000 a month and they say, oh, I'm going to need $5,000 a month because I'm going to want to travel. Well, if chances are, folks, um, if you needed 3,000 to 4,000 before, what are the chances that you're going to need a 25% increase in your income in retirement? That's probably not going to be the case, right? So just do this. Think about this this logically if you've been spending and living for the last 20 or 30 years and you've been living especially the last five or ten off of a set amount of income i would venture to say most people have at least taken one vacation or or may have at least you know done some things that they wanted to do on on that budget so if that's what you've been spending that's probably a pretty good guide. That's a that's a pretty good starting point is what are you spending right now net income? Not what you bring, not what you you get ten, you know, get your 1099 or your W2 for. What are you spending, right? Because, you know, maybe you're making $50,000 a year, but you're really only spending probably 
3,000 or 2,800, right, Tony? You, you, do you see where I'm going right. with this? You really need to focus on what you're spending right now because that's really going to be key because that's how you're going to get to your distribution rate. Because if you say, okay, I, I need 4,000 to spend, well, then you have to say, okay, how am I going to produce that? Is it going to be all from Social Security? Probably not. Is it going to be no. all from your investment account or your your 401k IRA? Probably not. It's going to be some combination of the two. And the reason that I'm really, really hammering in on that is Social Security is not taxed as aggressively as ordinary income. So if you have different sources of income that are taxed differently, you may not need the same gross to hit your net. Does that make sense, Tony? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all about doing the math and taking in uh, all that into account, but you can get deep in the weeds and that's where you come right. in. Because as I, as I like to say, Travis, I was told there would be no math. Well, I'm not going to make and, you do math this morning. And, and, and you make a great point though. And I think a lot of people you know, and, and back to something else you said, like, look at how much you're spending now while you're still working to help figure it out. And I like that because I don't want to take a pay cut in retirement. Absolutely. A lot of people think, oh, once I retire, I don't need as much money and blah, blah, blah. I just think I think you'll need as much or more well, because of health care costs and inflation. Tony, and Tony, think yeah. about this. Um and and Lord knows, I think this is true. Now, with the invention and the the uh, the, the dominance of Amazon, maybe that's not as it's not as prevalent as it once was. But the majority of the money we used to spend was on what day? It was on Saturday, Saturday right? Yep. Now you you have the entire world of shopping at your fingertips, so you can pretty much do some damage any day of the week. But predominantly speaking, we spend more money when we have free time and when we're off. What is the purpose of retirement to have free time and time off? So <laughs> right. if you are sitting there and you are retired and you are filling your day with the activities that you want to do, not the ones that you have to do because you're not working anymore, well, then chances are you're probably going to need as much or more income, just like Tony said. So, um, so the question then remains, OK, well, you know, we we're trying to figure this out. Let's 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 work our way through it. Uh, Here's some of the other things you need to think about. Are you married? If you're married, you really need to pay attention to what I'm about to say. And not just because your wife or your husband or your spouse may be sitting next to you getting ready to elbow <laughs> you. Uh, you may need to pay particular attention to this because you may not have known this was the case. So. When you're planning, a lot of times what happens is is we we get so excited, we get so caught up in in human nature is we see a path that we feel like can be successful and we just charge for it. We don't really think about the the repercussions. And if if let's say for instance both spouses are like, well, hey, honey, you know, we can draw, you know, both draw social security whenever we get 62 and, you know, with what we have in 401k assets, we're going to be fine. And that may be the case for you as a couple. But what happens is if you're not careful and the higher wage earner, if you do not at least put pen to paper, you could be giving your spouse a haircut and then another haircut in retirement, because here's why. If the full retirement age spouse draws Social Security prior to full retirement age, if the higher wage earner draws before full retirement, then 
not only is the surviving spouse going to lose the lowest income benefit amount, but they're also going to take another haircut and only have the capacity to draw 82.5% of the benefit they would have been eligible for. So you're you're taking one of the legs out from under the surviving spouse. So folks, I really would encourage you don't do it. Don't hurt your spouse without realizing it, which also also basically segues into our next topic, which is taxes. You know, Tony, I I really I really do feel like um that sometimes the we miss the forest for the trees. And we feel like, okay, uh, you know, we're not paying a lot in taxes right now. So, you know, not really going to be an issue. Well, in actuality, and you've heard me say this before, you've heard me, you've heard me breach this topic before. What is going to happen when, when you have a married filing joint couple that let's say, let's say they're, they're, income needs to be $80,000 a year. Okay. I'm just, just throwing a number out there. If it's $80,000 a year. Well, if one of the spouse passes away, are we going to see a 50% reduction in the income need? Is the surviving spouse going to only need $40,000 a year? Probably not. Because they're going to, number one, they're going to have to pay. Let's say you, let's say it's, uh, it's, it's the, the spouse that takes care of the yard or mows the grass or does whatever. They're going to have to pay people to do some of the things that used to be part of the household activities. Okay. Yeah. They're going to have expenses that were not there prior to, but here's where the plot thickens your taxes are going to increase and increase a lot because think about it. All right. And I'm I'm looking at the 2021 chart. So bear with me. Plus your bills aren't going to get cut in half. Correct. Georgia power or Palmetto state electric is not going to send you half a light bill. Right. So, so think about this. Uh, How diversified are you for taxes? Because if let's say, for instance, you cut the legs out of your Social Security because you didn't plan effectively, and now all of a sudden you're taking more from your ordinary income bucket, which is your IRAs, 401ks, etc. Well, if you need, say, 70000 say you don't need eighty, but you need 70000 for the surviving spouse, well, pre pre-passing of the of the, the the spouse, when you were both a couple. The 12% bracket extends all the way to 81050 Okay, $81,050 per year is the top of the 12% bracket. Well, Tony, guess what? Now the top of the 12% is 40525 So that means that person, that single, now has to pay 22% tax on their income between 40000 and 70000 so their tax on that bucket of money just went from 12 to 22. 12 to 22 it and double, but it's pretty doggone close. It's close enough for government work. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're essentially paying more in taxes. So technically speaking, you may have to keep in order just to keep the 70, you may have to keep your pre uh your your pre-passing income at the same level just to only take a small haircut to still live off of that money. Because now your taxes are going to increase and increase 
probably pretty significantly. So that's the reason why we talk about tax efficiency in retirement, folks. And 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 I know a lot of you are sitting there going, well, it's too late for me. It's not too late. It's only too late whenever whenever we start, uh, you know, when we start with the shovel. That's that's it. That's when it's too late. But if you're if you're still here and you're still with us, you have time to do something about it. So Here's my question. Do you have any Roth? You know, you're you're in this show, we're talking about 57, 58, 59 years old, all the way to five years from retirement, say 57 to 65. You you're you're on your glide path, you're coming in. Do you have any Roth? If the answer is no, the question I have is why not? Now, the answer most of you are going to give me is, well, I don't want to pay taxes on it today. Okay, that's fair enough. But let me ask you this. So I had a conversation with a gentleman. Uh, He was 58 years old, Tony, and we were talking about putting money in Roth versus putting money in pre-tax. And he said that his accountant just was was adamant that he not do that because, you know, he was paying, you know, 24 percent in taxes. So, you know, think about this. If he puts 10 grand in Roth, it's going to cost him probably three grand in taxes. Okay. But if he pays, if he puts that 10 grand in Roth and he's got, let's say, until 72 before he decides to touch that bucket of money, he's now got potentially close to 15 years for it to grow. So let's do some math. If you take out $30,000 and you bypass paying $3,000 in taxes before, you take out 30 later on and let's say you're not in the 24, let's say you're in the 22 bracket. Well now you're going to you mean to tell me that you're going to you're going to bypass potentially paying 3,000 today so that you could pay 7 or $8,000 on that distribution later? That doesn't that doesn't compute for me, Tony. Uh, no. That that's just to me that's a that's a wasted opportunity. We can use in Roth and and tax free assets to not only you know yes you're going to pay some taxes today, but not only cut our taxes while we are still with our spouse, but when one of us is gone, they're going to be able to use that money to keep their income the same and potentially lower or keep their tax rate the same that's going to be huge for a lot of people going forward. So if you don't think taxes are going to increase, forget everything I just said. If you think that this is not going to apply to you, forget everything I just said. For those of you who are actually absorbing this and you understand where I'm coming from, that's why you need to do something today. And folks, if you don't have a plan and you don't have a way to do this, that's why you need to give us a call. 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. So Tony, also... Yeah, this is this is something we need to think about inflation, right? And and I've you know you know I've I'm a big advocate for Roth. That's also a great way to combat inflation because if you need more income, that's fine. But understand, we're in a marginal tax rate system. The more income we take, the more what we pay taxes. So if you have a tax free bucket that you need more income, and let's say it's transitory, like the Fed says. You may only need it for a short period of time. So why take it from a taxable asset? That may be something you can you can fill the void with your tax-free, your Roth. It just gives you a lot more opportunity. Um, to to kind of wrap up, I know we're getting to the end of the show, but just also think about this. And, and it's also the last topic we've talked about, which kind of explains to you where I think it is on the hierarchy. Your investments are important. Do not get me wrong. 
but they are not the foundation of what your plan needs to be. What we've talked about is going from the very bottom of the pyramid and we're working our way to the top. You can't, you can't balance the pyramid on the tip. That's, that's not where you start. You start with the foundation. So we've laid the groundwork, income, tax efficiency, inflation, but now for investments. You know, if if you are within five years of retirement or if you are, you know, over 59 and a half, you really need to take a an accounting of what assets you have available inside of your 401k. Now, I'm not saying that that may not be the best thing for you, but it may not be the best thing for you, Tony, because <laughs> you, you only have, you know, I saw one yesterday. You only have about maybe eight to 30 investments in a 401k and that's for a really robust plan. Well, right. If, if that, if what is in that, that bucket does not fill your need, that's why you think about doing things like an in-service distribution where you basically, you're not, you're not eliminating yourself from the 401k plan. You're not excluding yourself from being able to, to get the match. You're basically taking assets that you have the ability to do so, moving them to an asset that you can actually buy specifically and precisely what you want and what is going to produce the income and the growth that you need based on what your situation is, not what someone else's is. So, um, you know, these are all things uh, that we need to consider. And last but not least, folks, uh, don't get caught up in in chasing return. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people when they get closer to retirement, they're like, well, you know, I, I'm going to try to time the market when the, when the market goes down, you know, I'll, I'll make sure I'm out of it. And when the market goes up, I'll, I'll make sure I'm all in. Uh, what could wind up happening is you could really damage or jeopardize your possibility of success because the probability of you getting whipsawed is probably pretty great. Uh, so when you get it, when you're getting close to retirement, really take an assessment of what your risk analysis is or what your risk tolerance is, because you can't you can't afford to make a huge mistake five years and in from your retirement date. If you do, the math says that that could exponentially increase the probability you will run out of money before you run out of breath. You don't get to the finish line or see the finish line coming up and all of a sudden you decide with, you know, with tired legs that you're going to start sprinting because all of a sudden your feet turn to jello and you could trip and fall, really hurt yourself with the finish line right in front of you. Don't do that. That's why you keep your pace. You make sure you're not taking more risk than you can you don't get out over your skis and you actually get some professional guidance that can help you decide am i on track am i going to be able to cross the finish line and are we going to be able to have the retirement that we want and deserve give us a call 877-269-0839 that's 877-269-0839 or visit us at chancefinancialgroup.com All right. Well, Travis, great show today. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking about what you were saying there, and it just uh, reminds me of the saying, uh, you don't want your bank account to go to zero before your blood pressure does. Absolutely. So (laughs) you want your money to last as long as you do, and hopefully even longer for, uh, you know, legacy planning. And uh, you don't want to leave your loved ones in a bind either. But investments are important. You touched on a lot today, uh, the tax implications of pre-planning for retirement And once again, before we go, if our listeners out there want to get a plan in place for their retirement, they need to work with a financial services professional like yourself, Travis, 
How can they get a hold of you to set up that consultation? One more time. Absolutely, Tony. 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. All right. And great show today, Travis. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.